Hi there. Welcome back to chapter two. This is where I'm going to be reading my book, The Return to Zena, a chapter a day, released every morning for National Storytelling Week. So grab yourself a seat in a nice comfy spot. Grab your book to read along if you've got it. And let's see what happens next to Sam. Early the next morning, Sam's mum had to leave. Be good, Sam. Listen to your grandmother and enjoy yourself, she said. How can I, thought Sam. There is nothing to do. As his mum's car turned around the corner, his grandmother turned to him. Now, Sam, said his grandmother, I have an old bike in the shed, which is about your size. Why don't you get it out and explore the village? You can't get lost. Just head for the church. By myself? Sam questioned. Well, of course, you're in Cornwall now, she chuckled, handing him the keys to the shed. Sam wandered through the cottage garden to the shed at the back. He unlocked the door to find a dark and cobweb-filled shed that looked as though it hadn't been opened since his mum was a child. He pulled a rusty-looking red bike out from besides the spades, lawn mowers and gardening tools. To his surprise, when he hopped on, it rode perfectly. Well, at least that's something, he thought. Heading out of the gate onto the lane, he waved his grandmother goodbye and cycled to the village. Down the hill he sped. This could almost be fun. But when he got there, he found the village was small. There was a church, a pub, and a cafe, with a distinctive mermaid sign above its door selling ice creams. A fast little river cut through and under the village. Too fast for paddling in, and too steep for climbing down. He hadn't brought his pocket money with him, so getting an ice cream was not an option either. What can I do? Where shall I head next? The sandy cove I saw in the distance. That looks like the place I'd want to explore. He set off down the lane and found himself cycling onto a white sand beach. The colour of the sand was like nothing he had seen before. Looking closely, it was made from tiny white fragments of shell. The water was still and silent, and the deep turquoise colour remained. The rocks and cliffs which bordered each side of the cove were dark and looked slippery. It was early morning. The normal visitors hadn't arrived yet and the cove was empty. The sun was warm already, and he was hot from his cycling. It couldn't hurt to have a paddle, he thought. He slipped off his shoes and put his toes in the ice-cold water. It was refreshing and made him instantly cooler. Just a bit further, he thought. The rest of me is still very warm. Surely it won't hurt. 
Up to his knees he went. He could see his toes in the sand at the bottom. They looked like little fish wiggling around. I could lie down and float, he thought. I've done it lots of times before. It isn't deep here, and I would soon dry off and cycle back up the hill. He lay down, his ears in the water. The sea was almost singing to him. The sun was warm on his face, and he felt relaxed. Suddenly, he felt something grab his ankle. He couldn't see what it was, but it was pulling him away from the shore and further out to sea. He couldn't bite it, and he couldn't get away. What was he going to do? Well, that was the end of chapter two. And Sam's adventure seems to be really getting going. Can anyone guess who might be the culprit? Well, tomorrow we'll find out in chapter three. If you want to get ahead, you can always pick up a copy from Amazon, available in paperback and ebook format. So, guys, I'll see you tomorrow, ready for chapter three. Bye.